Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl. So I don't really feel like I can officially kick off this podcast without having one of the first solo episodes be about that feeling of what the heck is wrong with me and those moments. Because honestly, without those moments, I wouldn't be here doing this podcast. I wouldn't have the business that I have. I wouldn't have the confidence that I have, or honestly, even the relationship that I have. So I want to break it down. If you're anything like me, you've probably had a moment, or maybe it happens all the time for you, where you've got this gut feeling in your stomach that you want something more out of your life. Well, maybe you've even felt like you have a ton of potential, but you have no idea what your thing is. Or this is my favorite. When someone says, follow your passion and you're like, girl, I don't know what my passion is. So stop posting that damn quote on Instagram. You feel me on that one? (laughs) Or maybe you're in what I think is honestly the hardest place to be in where everything feels good, where you're saying things like, I mean, everything is fine. Honestly, I've got nothing to complain about. I've got a good job. I've got the things on the list. I should just be grateful for what I have. But then deep down, you're like, but I'm not that happy or I'm not as happy as I know I could be. I don't really just want a good life. I want a great life. But for some reason, you feel bad about it. I've been there, girl. Is that you? Or honestly, maybe you don't believe in yourself yet. So you're looking around and you're saying, good for her, but not for me. I couldn't do this. I'm not capable. Or the excuse machine comes in to protect yourself where you're like, well, I mean, if I had X, you know, fill in the blank, I could do what she's doing, whether that's money or a supportive significant other or time, or maybe if you had kids or didn't have kids or lived in a certain city or whatever it may be. But honestly, when you peel it back, we know that in a stage of life right now in 2018 with so much information at our fingertips with this thing called Google and this video place called YouTube, saying that you don't know how to do something and choosing to stay ignorant about it is legit a choice, right? I think you know this because you've been through harder things than you're going through right now that everything is figure outable. Truthfully, I don't even know if figure outable is a word, <laughs> but I like it. I don't know if any of those hit home with you, but spoiler alert, considering this podcast is all about taking action and giving you action steps because I just don't want you to feel inspired or motivated sitting on your couch, not doing anything because I've been there and that freaking sucks. So thinking about it and not doing anything is going to leave you feeling the same way. And actually, I'm a firm believer that inaction is still a choice, right? Not taking an action is still a choice, but inaction actually breeds fear and all this nasty stuff that goes in our head. 
We create a story in our head of all of the reasons that we think we're not qualified, we're not good enough, we can't do this. Meanwhile, we're just sitting there not even trying. I can tell you this rather than preach at you. I can preach at myself this because I have been there. But I really do think that I've learned a ton in this process. So I want to tell you what I did to take action steps to actually get out of it. But first, I feel like it won't really actually make sense unless I give you some context on my story and dig a little bit deeper into where I'm coming from. Like I told you in the very beginning, I want this podcast to be about us, but I also want to feel like we're close, like we're girlfriends and you get me so I can get you and we can make sure that the content is on point with what you want. So let me take it back to you to my first corporate job out of college. It was in corporate recruiting. So I worked at an IT staffing agency and honestly, it was an awesome job. Very random because my degree in college was communication and sociology. Um, But I made great money at this job. I had great bosses and coworkers and mentors like within my coworkers. I had amazing friends that I made there. So much career growth, like all the things. But in my gut, I said, this is not my thing. I don't know why. I cannot explain it to you. There are so many conversations that I had with my boyfriend, Cena, of like, this isn't my thing though. This isn't my thing. And he, he honestly thought that I was a little bit crazy because it's like, what more could you ask for? You have a dream job. What do you mean it's not your thing? Well, that feeling about a year into that job walked me right into my boss's office and I quit on the spot. Not because I wasn't happy, not because he wasn't an incredible boss, not because I didn't have opportunity. Everything was really good, but I wanted great. And it's funny because just to kind of set the scene, at the time, my boyfriend, Cena was applying to dental schools. So I'm dating this guy who has this career path that seems really obvious to me. Apply to dental school, get into dental school, go to dental school, graduate from dental school, become a dentist. Like that's so crystal clear. And over here, I'm like, Oh, but I want to help people. How am I going to do this? What's my, what's my thing? And I just am a hot mess. I don't know if right now you're like nodding your head, girl, I get you. I've been there. I'm there right now. Or maybe you even just know someone that can just hear me when I say you're not alone. I've been there. Right. But I, but I really feel like it's so important that when I quit that job and I had no game plan, of what was coming next, that I let myself have those moments where I thought that something was actually wrong with me. I literally sat on the floor of Cena's room. He lived with a couple of guy friends at the time. We didn't live together. And I was like, Cena, something is actually wrong with me. I don't know what my thing is. What am I supposed to do with my life? You know what you get to do with your life. I'm so envious, right? So we spent a lot of time looking at job boards online of like, what sounds interesting to me? What's my thing, right? Meanwhile, I'm crying and Cena's trying to be helpful where he's going through job boards and typing in keywords and project management and recruiting and things that, you know, might intrigue my interest. And he stumbled upon this role that was a mix between recruiting, which was my background, and a direction that I had thought that maybe I would want to go with project management. And I remember specifically crying through like just one of those snotty, nasty (laughs) crying sessions saying, Sina, I do not want to work in a company that sells firewalls. I do not know anything about this. 
Turns out that job that I ended up applying for, although I didn't feel qualified, I actually got and started. And it was one of the best decisions that I ever made in my career because I was so over my head. It was a, it was a mix between corporate recruiting background that I had where like I did that in my role, but I also was moving into this IT project management role, which was totally unfamiliar to me. And I was given a lot of projects that I wasn't yet qualified for. I actually went back to school to get a project management certificate from University of Washington. And really the best thing that happened is I learned so much about myself and how I perform under pressure with high expectations. And honestly, in a role where Most of my coworkers were 10 to 20 years older than me and almost entirely male. But here's the thing that was crazy. And this is why I believe to my absolute core that life is rigged in your favor or like input, put in other words, that life is working for you. I learned that I can get burnt out for the first time in my life because I was feeling burnt out in terms of my hours. And I just felt really over my head and I was really trying to pretend like I had it all together. But deep down, I felt like I had no idea what I was doing so often because so much of this jargon, I didn't know, right? The language they used in IT project management, there's so much that I didn't know. So I decided, well, I can't control what I don't know. And I can only continue to keep learning. I'm going to work on something else in my life that's bothering me so that I can build more confidence and have more energy. So I decided to order a program, a fitness program called P90X. And safe to say, ordering that program, my world got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there and tell you how I became the Prince of Ballet. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm awkward. Anyway, point is, this is where I accidentally found my first passion with this company called Beachbody, which I had no no intention of doing anything with this company. I just wanted to work on myself. So I joined a virtual boot camp with a stranger that I met on Instagram because I needed more support in actually doing that P90X program because I just kept quitting because it was just myself in my garage working out and I just kept quitting that program. And I was doing it before work and I had these crazy long work days. So I had already made the decision that I was going to work on myself long-term in terms of my health and fitness goals, hoping that I would feel better and then I would have more energy and confidence. And from that energy and confidence, I would learn more about my job and feel more excited about it or that I would find my thing, whatever that means, right? Turns out I started to realize that I had a ton of fulfillment that came from these virtual bootcamp groups and how many other women I was thinking about that I thought they might like this too, because there are so many girls like me that are just out of college a couple of years trying to just navigate their own career paths, but their health and fitness goals are getting put on the back burner because they're pouring so much into their career. So I decided to do something kind of scary and I built a side business as a coach. I had no intention for running online virtual accountability groups and figuring out how to build an online business that that was going to be my full-time job. I just thought at the time that this could be my side thing that could help me feel more complete. And it's funny because I remember the day before I posted on social media, because I built most of my business, uh, my coaching business through social media, I cried my 
eyes out the night before I posted on social media that I was doing this because I was so damn scared of what other people would think of me. I mean, I had no health background. I told you (laughs) I was a communications and sociology major who stumbled into IT project management, health, fitness goals. That was not part of my thing. I also didn't have a social media background. I had nothing that I could look at in my past that would prove that I was qualified to do this now. But I went with my gut. And it's funny because if we're connected on social media now, you might be surprised that I was nervous of what other people would think. But honestly, five years later, after this happened, I've just become a person who still cares what other people think. I just now care what I think most. So let this serve as a reminder. Do not ever think that someone is a magical unicorn and everything just perfectly aligned for them. They started something and just overnight they were the success in in a coaching business or whatever it is that you see them doing, right? Remember, they've probably failed a lot. They've probably thought, what the heck am I actually doing with my life? They've probably doubted themselves a a ton, but don't think that you're lacking or that the way that you feel is not normal because behind those perfect Instagram pictures is a real human who struggles with doubt and fear and insecurity, just like we all do. This person is just willing to show up and fail. Okay. So you can do this girl. I believe in you. So let's break down some action steps because like I said, this podcast is not just about feeling inspired and motivated. I want action steps that you can actually implement if you feel stuck or if you don't know what your thing is because girl, I want to help you if anything that I've gone through can help you. So I've got five steps for you. Number one, please know that nothing is wrong with you. I know I said that, but really hear me when I say that so many women that I've talked to feel like they don't know what their thing is, or they feel like something is wrong with them, that they have all these things on paper, but they want more. There's nothing wrong with you. Just people aren't talking about this. And here's the thing, as humans, we're going to have more than one thing that we need in our life or one passion to be a full, complete, happy person. So take the pressure off yourself. If you have a job that you love, but you want something else, that's normal. You need all of these pieces of your pie to feel like you're a full, complete, happy person. So take that pressure off yourself that you're looking for one thing with some perfect line to success because that's not what it's going to look like. So number one, nothing is wrong with you. Please know that. Number two, this one is the secret sauce. You've got to fill your cup to the point of overflow. I think a lot of times like you see on Instagram or you see people talking about like, fill your cup so you can pour into others. I'm like, no, no, no. Fill your cup to the point that it is overflowing before you can pour into others because you can pour into others with the excess. So maybe you've heard the oxygen mask analogy, right? You can't put a mask on someone else on an airplane until you've put it on yourself first. So that, that goes with you too. If you're not happy with yourself, How do you expect that you could help someone else? I'm talking to you moms. I will never jump on this podcast and say that I know what it's like to be a mom because I do not have any humans. 
right? Like I'm not a mom. I'm a dog mom, but I am not a mom. So I'm not going to say that I know what it's like, nor should any mom ever tell another mom what it's like because every single person's life is different. But I will tell you, this is where your health is crucial and you taking care of yourself is so important. So you don't get burnt out or resent other people in your life because you're not taking care of yourself. I legit do not understand how anyone can do anything without feeling healthy because your health, it's not a luxury. It's a damn necessity for you to do anything. So check yourself. Are you filling your cup to the point of overflow? Are you taking care of yourself first? Okay. Off the soapbox. Number three. So number one, know that nothing's wrong with you. Number two, fill your cup to the point of overflow. Number three, you've got to find a tribe, whether that's virtually or in person. You've got to find other people that you can surround yourself that make you feel normal for wanting more out of your life or that want to have those conversations with you about what your thing is. So a couple of tips for finding a tribe. I've moved from Seattle to New York and then New York to San Diego. And I've had to find tribes in all three cities. And the best advice that I can give you is to get out of your normal routine because you cannot find more people if you're doing the same thing over and over again. So if there's local meetups, there's a lot of groups. If you're on Facebook, there's tons of groups that you can type in your city's name and see if there's other mom groups or fitness groups, or I don't know if you're into like flying kites, (laughs) random, but whatever you're into, find a community group where you can physically go meet up with people. There are so many resources, literally just Google it, go on Facebook and look for Facebook groups and join something or go to a class that's outside of your comfort zone. Do something out of the norm because you are not going to find people just sitting on your couch. And contrary to what my dad, who was you know on the SWAT team and has been a police officer my entire life, talk to strangers. <laughs> Go talk to some strangers and be curious, right? Be curious about other people's stories. That's how you're going to find your people. And in the meantime, if you don't have a tribe in person, find a tribe community online. Get yourself out there and find your tribe that will support you so you don't feel alone. That is so dang important, okay? All right, number four. This is another really important tip. If you're looking for what your thing is, Find other professionals or people that have a side business or something that's fulfilling in terms of charity work or giving back. Find those people, look them up on LinkedIn and ask them if you can pick their brain, right? People love to talk about themselves. They love to share what they're doing in their career path. So if you see someone that is doing a job that you've thought about, even if you're in a career path that doesn't look like that, reach out to them and touch base. So many people love sharing. There are so many resources for different professions where you don't have to go back to school. You can literally just have a conversation or even shadow someone and pick their brain about what their career is and what they love about it. Don't be afraid to do that. There are so many, especially women, that want to help other women. So get outside your comfort zone. Be curious about other professions or things that have caught your interest. Think about the things when you were a little girl that were interesting to you. Is there anything that can parallel to that now? Right? Like I loved interviewing people when I was little. (laughs) I I had this show called Koala Bear or something like that. And I would literally like interview people and be like, what would you like for lunch today? And why do you like that? 
Turns out it came full circle because now I interview people on this podcast, right? (laughs) So get more curious. You don't have to be super outgoing. You can just acknowledge that someone has a career path that you're interested and tell them and ask for advice. People are willing to help you. You just have to ask. Whoop. You just have to ask. That sounded weird. Okay. Then number five, make a commitment to personal growth by connecting yourself with people who are a few steps ahead of you that you can connect with often. So this might not be in person. In fact, this will probably not be in person, but I will tell you some of the people that got me through times where I've doubted myself or felt weird or felt like I wasn't qualified to do something or didn't know what my thing was or doubted my own um, you know, trajectory in my business as I was building my coaching business. These are people that I didn't even know in real life. These are people who I listen to their books by downloading an app called Audible. These are people who had podcasts that I just listened to like we were best friends. I knew everything about them because I was tapping into their knowledge because they were a couple steps ahead of me in their journey, in their career. These are people that I did not even know. And here's the thing. This is part of the reason that I wanted to start a podcast so that I could creepishly be that girl who slides into their DMs on Instagram. Yes, that is how I'm finding podcast guests by sending weird videos to people on Instagram that I admire, asking them to be guests on this show so that I can meet them, but more so so I can share them with you because they might be helpful for you as a resource. Because remember, girl, it's never going to be a lack of resources. It'll just be a lack of resourcefulness that will help you get you where you want to go. You do not have to stay stuck. All right? So number one, know that nothing is wrong with you. Number two, fill your cup to the point of overflow. Number three, find your tribe and get out of your normal routine. Number four, get curious about other professions or side business opportunities or fulfillment options like charity or outreach. And number five, make a commitment to personal growth with a few people that are a few steps ahead of you and tap into them through podcasts or books on Audible. This should be a little um, side note. You can feel free to subscribe to this podcast and go to iTunes and give it a five-star review. (laughs) But honestly, at the end of the day, girl, remember there is nothing wrong with you Don't question if there's something wrong with you. Question the belief that something is wrong with you because you are too damn smart to be the only thing standing in your way. Let's get unstuck. Let's find our thing. Are you with me? I hope you are, girl. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.